T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're sitting in for Steiny, taking a bunch of good calls, but we're going to pivot and hit the Boxer and Gerson guest line for... The four-time All-Pro, the former Lion, the former Virginia Cavalier, the great Herman Moore is with us. Herman, thanks for the time. Absolute pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure, and man, we enjoyed watching you. What do you think when you watch Amon Ra? I mean, he, I know he's motivated because he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but I think he's one of the one of the best receivers in the league, and and him and Golf are absolutely on the same page. You know, when I look at him, I look at a very disciplined young man. I look at a very disciplined receiver. And, and despite the fact that he was overlooked uh, by other teams, he ended up where exactly he was supposed to be because that's why he's producing. And I always tell people, you know, sometimes you you things happen for a reason. And for him, uh, this has kind of turned into probably the best scenario that I, I'm sure he could have imagined himself being in after such a, an early career and getting off to such a great start. When I see him, he's a smart player. Uh, he plays the, he understands, I call him the, the, the uh, chain mover because, you know, if you're looking for someone to, to get you the first down or get you great yards on first down and has sure hands, I mean, that's who he is. He's very dependable and uh, he is definitely by far one of the, the top receivers in the NFL. Herman, you played this game right now. I mean, the Detroit Lions are the darlings of the NFL, and rightfully so. It's a great story. I didn't give, personally, the Packers a chance to come in here and give the Niners a game, and they they had a chance to win it. Where is your confidence level when you look at this, this Lion offense against this Niner D? And for the better part, how about the Lion defense against this Niner offense? Where are you at? Like, how do you see this game playing out? Yeah, I think you make some excellent points because that's where it, it kind of becomes a a solid matchup when you talk about the two offenses. You got two of the top offenses in the NFL. They both have excellent running games. They have quarterbacks who are are patient in the pocket. They know how to find their receivers. They don't make too many mistakes. Uh, but then where the disconnect happens and you start to see it shift slightly towards uh, San Fran side is when you look at their defense versus. Uh, the offense versus the Lions defense versus San Fran's offense. There, there's a little bit of a fall off. The Detroit Lions offense has had some struggles, uh, but they've played very well in spots. And it's going to come down to them just eliminating big plays, uh, making sure that they are in position to make this game uh, come down to you know being stretched out. It can't get into a shootout because I think San Fran's defense is going to be able to hold uh, Lions offense at bay a little bit easier. 
then the Lions offense will be able to hold the, the San Francisco's um, offense at bay. But, you know, you're down potentially one big playmaker in Samuel uh, that could be a difference maker uh, in this game and neutralize that a little bit more for the Lions defense. But overall, that is the biggest concern I see coming into this game is really how does this defense stack up against the offense of San Francisco. Um, Jameer Gibbs, man, I love Jameer Gibbs. Dalton High School in Georgia and just, uh, you know, start to G-Tech, transfers to Bama and just everything you want in a running back receiver. I mean, he's a mismatch in the passing game. He's got soft hands. He's a slasher. He's got, you know, two-step acceleration. Uh, he's getting better, it seems like, Herman, as the season goes on. One thing I, I want your, your listeners and people who haven't followed this team maybe as closely until they got on the radar with Jameer Gibbs, he has he has explosiveness. He runs downhill. You know, he combined with David Montgomery, being downhill runners mean they're not going to have a lot of yards for loss, hardly ever. And then you're playing behind one of the best offensive line, if not you know top three in the NFL, um, that allows him to use his size as a back. And if he's hard to tackle one on one, he's he's almost impossible for linebackers to take on one on one in open space. And even with that, I mean, he's just a a, a back that no one really saw coming. And I know when he was picked, uh, there were some people questioning whether or not the Lions had made the right decision, but uh, the, the scouting report came back correct and said that this was a player that many were probably not looking at as tightly as the Lions were, and, and they snatched him up at the right time. Uh, big, big Runs bigger than, than even what he's seen sometimes. And so that's one thing that I think catches the defensive uh, defenders off, off guard a little bit. Herman, let me ask you this because my partner and I go back and forth. I, I, you know, I didn't play pro ball like you, so I think every coach in sports is like Denzel and remember the Titans, you know, giving that speech and yelling. <laughs> but, you know, everybody laughed at Dan Campbell at that press conference and look where he's at now. And to me, I think a lot of being a good NFL football coach is is not the X's and O's, but having the guys, getting them to feel like they want to run through a brick wall. Can you talk to how much of that is real or like Kyle Shanahan, a great coach, but he's more reserved, it seems to me. But Dan Campbell, it just seems like if you have that type of coach wearing his heart on his sleeve, that can take you places. So when you look back at really what has been tradition, tradition typically gets disrupted because someone does something different. By bringing in a guy like Dan Campbell, who, former player, he's he's been in offensive systems. He's been underneath – uh, some some more popular and well-known OCs. But when you are able, you don't understand unless you, you've been in a locker room, unless uh, someone understands the relationship and bond that needs to be established between coach and players. And it does not mean the coach is, he, it's be all, end all, my way or the highway. We used to hear that all the time. Well, Dan Campbell's not a my way or the highway. It's a, hey, let's get in the car together and let's take a drive. And let's get to the destination together. And when he brings in that mentality, he softens all the stuff that is plagued, in my opinion, a lot of these traditional coaches who think that, you know, they know it all, but you don't. You got to understand the other side of it, just like we're forced to understand the coaching side and that they have the authority. But when you can humble yourself and you can come down to, to the level of the players and say, we're together, we're all at the same plane. That's what Dan Campbell has done. And then what is the support of that? He has other assistant coaches who have played in the NFL and they have had some experience that are in certain key position uh, units that then allow that same message to continue to be pushed and that narrative to be written. And then now all of a sudden you have culture and you have a locker room that believes and understands 
how you win together, how you lose together, and also how you handle conflict resolution, which is the biggest thing that we see in the NFL sometimes when it comes to coaches, how they manage the disconnect when things go wrong with players. Herm, you got a whole second career going here, huh? We we should tell people check out <laughs> Herman's unique hand drawn blankets and other products at HermanLow dot com. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so that's been a, a real passion project. I worked on it for two years. I got with a local artist here by the name of Larry Dodge, and phenomenal illustrator, phenomenal artist. And my goal was to to get some depiction and get some caricatures put together about my career. Uh, through my my tenure, and then also bringing in a, a guy who's been a, a great mentor and a friend of mine, Lomas Brown. So I wanted him to incorporate Lomas into this project of mine, and it's called Herm H E R M and Low dot com. And if they go there, they can see all thirty two teams that are represented, uh, with the Lions always being the, the fan favorite in it. Uh, but it's just a way of telling stories about our career. So that's where it is. And so I'm doing that, and I'm also doing a lot with uh, player issue. Uh, memorabilia at Herm, HermanMoore84.com. This is just from my own personal collection, not my personal like Pro Bowl jerseys and stuff, but card companies and things I've collected along the way that just sit in a box. I want to make sure I share those with the fans and it also goes to support my foundation. That's awesome stuff, Herm. I, I know social media wasn't around when you played and you know I advise anybody to stay off it because it's toxic. <laughs> I tell my partner all the time. But the reality is, when you talk about a guy like Brock Purdy who was mystery relevant, and I'm being real with you, Herman, I don't know where I'm at with him, but I know he's damn, he's been damn near pitcher perfect uh, running this machine, which is the Niner offense. But when I hear people say he's the product of a system and kind of not give him credit for the wins, you know, operating that system, I'm like, what are we doing here? Can you walk us through your just how and what you think of Brock Purdy uh, thus far as the Niner quarterback? Well, Brock Purdy is a, a player that gives you uh, hope if you're an NFL player that doesn't have that high stature, that is not coming out of college in, in everyone's draft board and, and you're being sought after. But when the opportunity arises, you take advantage of it and you do what everyone hopes that when they put you on a roster is that you're not just taking a space, but you actually are providing value. And with that, yes, you can be a product of the system. I, I think there's some some validity to that. But I think also it takes the player to make the system work. So they work hand in hand. Um, you, when, when things don't work, you're not going to say, hey, we lost this season because the system didn't work. You go, hey, we won or we lost because of also players and their execution of that. Uh, and it brings it back full circle. You have to have so many things going right. You have to have the right player who can implement and has the skill set. You have to have the right chemistry. You have to dial up the plays at the right time. That player sometimes is given liberty to make his own decisions that make or break a play. So I think they're, you know, let's give him credit. Let's give him credit for making uh, use of the opportunity and putting himself in a position where if if you don't want him there, I guarantee you there's a lot of teams in the NFL that will take him, as is. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, I'm, I, I hope Debo's going to go because I want to see uh, the C.J. Gardner-Johnson-Debo <laughs> clash uh, Gardner Johnson, you know, tore the pack in week two, uh, missed a big portion of the season. To me, Herm, it's not accidental that Detroit has risen up and Philly's fallen back. And, you know, Gardner Johnson was an Eagle and is now a Lion. I mean, he is an absolute underrated star. Uh, do you know what the genesis is of his 
beef with Debo because he just he obviously doesn't like Debo and uh, Debo's got a bad shoulder and something tells me if Debo plays CJ Gardner Johnson's going to make that shoulder worse. You know, with CJ and with Debo, it, it becomes that that class that that traditional class of wide receiver, defensive back. We talk smack all the time. I, if I I'm not going to be a hypocrite and sit here and say, listen, I didn't talk smack. I, I sometimes I didn't even know players. I wanted to just start talking just because because it made me feel just in the game. Uh, but ultimately, it comes down to this: you can talk all you want, and uh, CJ can say what he wants. If, if Debo's ready to go. He's going to be ready to go, but you can't bring the excuses. You can't bring, okay, I was I was injured here, uh, or I'm re- returning from an injury. When you're out there, all that goes away because you have a task to do and you have a job to do and a responsibility. Um, so I, I think it's all good for for media. Don't know the source of it other than one plays opposite of the other, <laughs> and typically that's going to arise whether it's there in the beginning or not. Um, all it takes to to quiet that will make a play. That, that's what it boils down to. Go make a play. Wow, Herman. Let me let me ask you this about Jared Goff because he is from the Bay Area, and I know it's about his team in the Detroit Lions. But I don't know if you've had this opportunity. But what would it mean for him to get traded from a team like the Rams, who he's taken to a Super Bowl? They didn't win it. To come back and beat the team to go to the Super Bowl, like you think that's added pressure? Like, how does he compartmentalize that that aspect of this game? Jared Goff, for those uh, have kind of watched his journey as he left the Rams, he came here with the big trade with Stafford and watching Stafford go through. I said this on another interview that, you know, the, the pressure was how do you perform when you see a guy that you get traded for go on to the Super Bowl at your from a team you got traded for. The pressure doesn't get any higher, and then you're on a team that is, is it has a losing season the first year. It comes back and finishes strong. Um, the the second season near the end, and then now it's all come together and you're sitting one game away from the Super Bowl. The pressure's gone. The the man is focused, and for those, uh, and I'm I'm speaking on his behalf as an alum who's watched this young man go through it, he's commanded the locker room. He's become the leader. Uh, He's not thinking about the pressure, and if he had it, it has dissipated. And now he is focused on one thing, and that's winning the championship. It's not about erasing the playoff wins that the Lions haven't had in so many years. That's been put to rest. And now uh, he's in command of this team in this city right now. What's the key factor? I know Jonah Jackson's not going to play the left guard. He's out. Ragnow's a great player, but he's dinged up at center. Niners have Armstead and, and Hargrave inside. Can you think the Lions can protect uh, you know those inside gaps against the Niner D line? And if, if that's not the key factor, what do you think is? The key, the key factor, I think, is the Lions have had have done a really good job of bringing in substitute, you know, substituting players or bringing in guys when when you get players down. Of course, you start losing key players like Ragnar or you lose someone like Jackson, um, then it, it becomes a little bit tougher. Obviously, because you know that those are your stars for a reason. However, uh, I think the scheme in the system here has to be to try and figure out a way to get the ball out quickly. It's got to be a way to not allow uh, the outside prep pressure to you know close down the pocket and make Jared Goff become just a sitting duck. I mean, he's got to be able to move and reestablish the pocket at time. That hasn't been necessarily a, a big strength. Uh, we've seen how he has, he has responded with uh, you know pocket pressure, and that's not where his stats really shine. They shine when he has rhythm and he has time to, to get the ball off. So that, that's what I see as being the disruption for this game. That's going to be key 
for them offensively is is I think really using that 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 two man running game to really soften up um, uh, what hopefully they can find some soft spots in there. But I mean the linebacking core for San Francisco is tight. The ends are tough to get around, and so they're gonna have to make their way. It's gonna be a fight, uh, but ultimately. Uh, that's why I'm a little concerned if, you know, if they bring the pressure, that's going to make it really difficult for Detroit uh, to really get into the rhythm of their offense. And if they have to go more one-sided or predictable, then the game could get away from them. Once again, people check out Herman's unique hand-drawn blankets and other products at hermandlow.com. Good luck with that, Herm. Appreciate your time, Thanks. man. Have a great week. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, yeah absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.